catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, January 13th. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and this is The Point from WUFT News. As the University of Florida prepares for the presidential transition from Kent Fox to U.S. Senator Ben Sass, it's making some changes to the presidential mansion, specifically adding a pool with a price tag of $300,000. I spoke with Fresh Take Florida's Emma Behrman on the long history of the pool and why it's coming now. The University of Florida is spending $300,000 to construct a pool at the uh, campus mansion for the incoming president, former Senator Ben Sass, And the funding is coming from um, the donation of John and Mary Lou Dasberg. And the pool's construction began before President Fox was moving into the house. However, it was paused and then they decided to construct it for the next president after he announced his resignation. So did the university provide some kind of reasoning or justification for why it's building this pool? I had reached out to the donors and they did not respond. However, Steve Orlando, like on behalf of the university, had said that the original plan for the house included a pool and the original president's house, which is much smaller, also has a pool. So it was just like in the plan and they had set aside the funds to construct the pool. But originally when they were building it for the Foxes, some of their like requests increased the price of the pool to like somewhere around $500,000. So that kind of halted the construction there and they kept 300,000 aside and that's what's being used to build it now. So it's not any public money. It's from the donation and other private donors that like they did not disclose, but there's no real like clear reason like why it's costing that much money to build. So it sounds like from what you're saying, this pool has had a very long history attached to it. So can you give us kind of a timeline of where this pool has gone through its different stages of development? The pool is almost done. The construction started in November and they said it's nearing completion and it will be ready by the time that Sass um, becomes president, which is his first day is February 6th. So construction-wise, like the timeline, like the pool's pretty much done. Um, if you go past the house or you, if you see the photos in the article, like you can see there's some mounds of dirt and then like packs of pavers. So like paving the pool is kind of like that final step usually. So like the outside area of the pool would be paved. So when the new president's residence was completed in 2015, the university temporarily shut down the plans for the pool where the foxes would live. And then it started again in November. Like the university decided to construct the pool last year, like in January, after Fox announced he was going to be stepping down as president. That's when they decided they were going to continue with the pool. And then in November of 2022 is when the construction officially started and it's almost done. So, of course, the university is also going through a presidential transition alongside all of this. So not only is the university going to have a new president, but they have an outgoing president. And I wanted to know what is happening to Kent Fox and what his living situation is going to be after all of this. According to property records, Fox had closed on a home here in Alachua County. It's a modest three bedroom home. It's about four miles north of campus and it costs $275,000. And there is no pool when you look at the property records. So he has said he was going to like teach some courses here as a professor. So 
that's probably where he'll be residing while he's doing that. Right. So back on the subject of Senator Sass, it's impossible to address his selection process or transition without talking about the massive community backlash his selection has received within the Gainesville area. So has the community had any negative response to this in particular? It was important to establish early on, like early up in the article, that Sass himself did not ask for the pool to be built and he did not put any input into the design. So he had no control over how much money was being spent. And like, it's not like he asked for the pool. And he did not comment on the story after multiple attempts to reach him and like a, a letter sent to his home. But he is moving here with his family and he will have access to this pool. It would be private, like there's no way anyone on campus is going to use it because the pool at the original president's house is now like that's an event venue and people can just kind of use that. But I think there's been like some feedback on Twitter to this um, article from both sides of the political spectrum. Some people saying that people are just mad that SAS is becoming president and they're trying to make it out like they're building this pool for him. The construction of the pool was decided before the presidential selection process began. So they weren't saying, um, okay, we're going to build this pool for Ben Sass because like he wasn't selected yet. So they didn't know who was going to be receiving the pool. So if it was someone else, the university has said that they made this decision prior to the selection process. So I guess my last question is, is there anything else you'd like to add? Or is there anything that you wanted to add to your article when you were writing it, but didn't or weren't able to? Yeah, so I am waiting on public records to come back from the university that like construction plans, like something that I want to include in the article is like, how big is this pool? Is this like an Olympic size pool? What kind of features does it have such as heating, waterfalls, like any anything of that sort of nature to kind of get that price to that amount because a normal like in-ground residential pool in Florida costs around $60,000, but the more like the larger the pool is, the deeper it is, and different amenities like beach entries and hot tubs are obviously going to raise that price. So I was just wanting to know like what exactly does this pool look like and who's been working on it, like the construction workers. I think it would be interesting to interview them as well. Um, but I was not able to do that because the public records request did not come back yet. So I'm waiting on those details to kind of get like the specifics of the pool itself. That was Fresh Take Florida's Emma Behrman on the new $300,000 pool coming to the University of Florida's presidential mansion. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. A federal appeals court Tuesday turned to the Florida Supreme Court for help as it considers the constitutionality of a 2021 state law that enhanced penalties and created new crimes in protests that turned violent. The News Service of Florida reports that a three-judge panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals sent the case to the Florida court because of what it called a novel issue, how to determine the meaning of the word riot in the law. The move came as the panel considered a state appeal of a 2021 decision by Chief U.S. District Judge Mark Walker to issue a preliminary injunction against the law. Walker described the law as unconstitutionally vague and overbroad. 
Plaintiffs challenging a state law restricting how race-related concepts can be taught in higher education accused Governor Ron DeSantis's administration Wednesday of violating a federal judge's order that blocked parts of the law from being enforced. The News Service of Florida reports that one of DeSantis's chief lieutenants, Chris Spencer, directed state education leaders late last month to require colleges and universities to provide a comprehensive list of all staff, programs, and campus activities related to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and critical race theory. Florida Education Commissioner Manny Diaz, who oversees state colleges and state university system Chancellor Ray Rodriguez, are supposed to submit the responses by Friday. Governor Ron DeSantis says he will push the legislature to impose new regulations on prescription drugs in an effort to bring down prices. This comes after DeSantis lashed out at federal regulators and said they continue to stonewall his plan to import drugs from Canada into Florida. Florida Politics's Christine Jordan Sexton reports that the move, which was announced on National Pharmacist Day, will give DeSantis another chance to say he's attempting to deal with prescription drug pricing ahead of his potential presidential campaign. And finally, the University of Florida is discouraging the use of TikTok and recommends students delete the app. WUFT's Alexa Herrera reports that UF Vice President and Chief Information Officer Elias L. Dairy sent out an email about the security risks associated with the app. The email also says there's a strong possibility TikTok will be banned from use on university devices and networks. Experts call the app a national security concern because foreign governments may use it to control data collection and compromise devices, according to the email. More than 20 states, including Florida, have banned the app on government-issued devices. Auburn University and the University of Oklahoma also banned the use of the app on its internet networks. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Friday.